0: Welcome to a special edition of the Bible in the News, in which we're going to remember the events of 40 years ago, with some miraculous events that took place that time. With me today is Dave, Dave Billington. And Dave, the only way you can remember these things is through the various recordings and so on that have been left for us, but in that way you can experience it too, right?
1: That's true, 100% true. And actually here we have a a radio clip from the Voice of Israel on June 7th 1967 exactly 40 years ago and this was what was happening on that day.
0: This is Kol Yisrael the Voice of Israel broadcasting from Jerusalem Wednesday June 7th 1967 4.30 p.m. The military spokesman announces this morning the Israel Defense Forces penetrated the old city of Jerusalem. Shal Meshech has been captured The Straits are open. The Chief of Staff announces that the entire Sinai Peninsula is in Israeli hands, as is the greater part of the west bank of the Jordan, the old city of Jerusalem, Bethlehem, Hebron, and the Etzion Bloc. The Air Force Commander announces the destruction of 441 planes belonging to Egypt, Syria, Jordan, and Iraq. You know, the amazing thing about those events is the fact that Bible students, people who looked at the Bible and understood the prophecies, were able to predict that this was going to happen. For example, we have here a Christadelphian writer. His name was Fred Bilton. He wrote a book called The Apocalypse and the Gospels in 1955. So this is 12 years before that event took place. And he writes in his book, he says, because Jerusalem i.e. Old Jerusalem, so he's very specific, must be possessed by the Jews prior to Christ's return so that he might manifest himself to them as their deliverer and savior, the ejection of Hashemite Jordan from there is a foregone conclusion. We can look then for developments which will result in Israel's getting possession of the whole city and for a dreadful conflagration kindled by that spark throughout the Middle East.
1: And Israel did take the whole city at that time, and not only that, but the the uh, topic of West Jerusalem, or of East Jerusalem, and the whole West Bank has become a world issue today as well as that. Is there any other quotes from other Christadelphians as well?
0: There is indeed, uh, some of them a little more general than that. Uh, For example, going back much further than 12 years before, we're going to go right back to John Thomas, who wrote a book entitled Eureka. It was an exposition of the apocalypse. And this is uh, a piece that he wrote in 1868 in volume three of that work, where he says, speaking about these uh, days in which we live and when Christ will come, he says, there will have been a considerable gathering of Israelites upon the mountains of Israel uh, before these events and before uh, Jerusalem is taken by Gog. Now, the mountains of Israel, of course, were not possessed by Israel prior to 1967.
1: The whole plain of Tel Aviv and all up that way, the flat part up to Haifa was all Israeli, but the West Bank, which is all the mountainous region, in the central part of the land wasn't part of Israel in those days.
0: So this just shows you by looking carefully at the prophetic word and seeing what it has to tell you, if you have faith in it, you can actually put that into writing. You can put your your your, your convictions uh, right down on paper and you can foresee that these events were going to happen. But, you know, it's true that Christadelphians were not the only ones to foresee these things. Uh, There were others as well who looked forward to this time.
1: Well, as a matter of fact, Paul, fulfilled prophecy is like a trumpet blast. And it says in the prophecy of Isaiah that it shall come to pass in that day that the great trumpet shall be blown, and they shall come which are ready to perish in the land of Assyria and the outcasts in the land of Egypt, and shall worship the Lord in the holy mount at Jerusalem. And I want to go back now to another recording and let's listen to what was happening at the Western Wall Plaza on uh, June 7th, 1967. And not only that, but that was the day also that they had taken the Temple Mount. So let's go back and listen to those events now. <laughs> soldiers singing the hatikvah at the western wall on that day now the hatikvah means the hope and the jewish people have a hope and our hope of course is very closely related to theirs and uh, when we were seeing these things at the time as you were you would remember these things being fulfilled it must have been extremely exciting and how did you feel seeing these things happening
0: well there was a great stir amongst christadelphians at that time because uh, these things uh, had been expected and even those who were not aware of these expectations uh, felt it also i remember at that time we were living in birmingham in england and there was a special lecture put on uh, for the public uh, and 2,000 people gathered in the Birmingham Town Hall at that particular time. Uh, I remember the speaker was a Dennis Gillett who, who delivered the lecture at that time and there were crowds outside the doors that uh, more people couldn't get in so they opened up a uh, another meeting in the in the basement of the uh, of the birmingham town hall where there was a relay being played of it so you can imagine the great excitement as people looked at these events happening it really was truly a trumpet blast in more senses than one because those with ears to hear uh, could hear the fulfillment of these things And, uh, you know, there are several prophecies which relate to this, and one of them particularly that many people, uh, not just Christadelphians, but others as well, uh, have related to, and that's the prophecy of Daniel chapter 8, because there we have a... a, a time period that is given to us, and we can debate about the figures and one thing and another uh, that's given there. But uh, Daniel is asking the question, how long shall be the vision concerning the daily sacrifice and the transgression of desolation to give both the sanctuary uh, and the host to be trodden underfoot? And he said unto me, and he gives gives us this time period, unto 2,300 days, then shall the sanctuary be be cleansed. Now, someone writing about this, uh, 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 Mr. Milligan, R. Milligan, writing in a book called Reason and Revelation in 1868, uh, refers to this and refers to the time period and the events that it refers to at the beginning of this, which was uh, to do with the Persian ram symbolically and the goat, which represented Greece as well. Uh, And he has this to say, he says, it seems most probable, however, that this period, the the 2300, is to be reckoned not from the rise or birth of the ram, as some writers have alleged, for he was in his full vigour and strength when Daniel first saw him, but from the time when he was first attacked by the he-goat, or Greece. If this assumption is warranted, says Mr. Milligan, by the context, it fixes the beginning of this period to the spring of the year 334 B.C. And consequently, it will terminate in the spring or about the middle of 1967.
1: That's absolutely amazing. And of course, in 1967, when they took the Temple Mount and the Western Wall, these things were to do with the sanctuary.
0: And Absolutely, and so this has led many Jews thereafter to say to themselves, "We have come to the time of the redemption. We are looking for the time when the uh, when the redemption will take place, when the when the temple will rebuilt will be rebuilt." And you know, Dave, that there's a there's a there is a group in Israel today that are that are very much interested in this building of the third temple, right? Of
1: course, and after the Six-Day War and, and all these areas opened up, like the old city of Jerusalem and Hebron and Bethlehem and all these places that they were talking about on the news report, that's when the religious Zionist movement in Israel really took off. Because before that, they really just joined in with everyone else, and and it was quite small, and they joined in with everyone else on what was happening. But after this and these lands became open, um, of course, they immediately started to talk about reviving the Jewish community of Hebron and and all these other places and and uh, that 's when the movement gained momentum and really had a focus on on, uh, on an, an, an objective on what they wanted to accomplish
0: so this has led to many Jews today, uh, particularly those of this movement, uh, looking to the scriptures to try and see more uh, signs and uh, and trying to understand closely more closely the the prophecies that uh, that are concerned here and you know at that time. The first prophecy that most Christadelphians brought to mind was the words of the Lord Jesus Christ in Luke chapter 21 and verse 24. And this was spoken of at the time and for several years afterwards. It would be the prophecy that engaged most people's attention. Uh, And the thing is that even before that Other writers also had looked for this. You know, there is a writer, his name was Thomas Newton, and he wrote in 1754. So you're now going back, what, 250 years, uh, something like that. And in this book, Dissertation of the Prophecies, Thomas Newton wrote this. He says, our Saviour's words, referring to Luke chapter 21, verse 24, our Saviour's words are very memorable. Jerusalem shall be trodden down of the Gentiles until the times of the Gentiles be fulfilled. It is still trodden down by the Gentiles, referring to 1754. It is still trodden down by Gentiles, and consequently the times of the Gentiles are not yet fulfilled. When the times of the Gentiles shall be fulfilled, then the expression implies that the Jews shall be restored, and for what reason can we believe that they are dispersed among all nations, yet by a constant miracle they are kept distinct from all, but for further manifestation of God's purposes towards them. And so these prophecies uh, of the the redemption of Israel, of the building again of the third temple, of the inhabiting of the mountains of Israel, which essentially is the West Bank today, uh, uh, these prophecies have become alive and it's incredible that writers that could see this like 250 years ago now that's the Christians the Jews themselves also have uh, have have um, uh, expectations that they look forward to and it's incredible to see these things dovetailing together so that Christadelphians looking at what's happening to Israel can rejoice with his people as the psalm says Uh, incredible things Dave Indeed, those were incredible
1: times, Paul. And let's just step back again and listen as the Israel Defense Force goes into the Old City through the Lion's Gate and to the Temple Mount. All company commanders, we're sitting on the ridge and we're seeing the Old City. Soon we will enter into it, the Old City of Jerusalem that all generations have dreamed about. We will be the first to enter the old city. Eitan's tanks will advance on the left and will enter the Lion's Gate. The final rendezvous will be on the open square above. Adenu. The Temple Mount is in her hands. Those are the words of Montague. Unfortunately, the Israelis gave the keys back to the Muslims and the Temple Mount a few days later. And it's as it were that generation wasn't worthy, to or ready to enter the Promised Land. They weren't ready for for the Kingdom of God. And we hope and pray that this generation that's now arising and starting will be ready and will be the ones that will be able to enter the
0: the kingdom of God and the promised land. And in Psalm 122, we read there the words of the psalmist when he says, I was glad when they said unto me, let us go into the house of Yahweh. Our feet shall stand within thy gates, O Jerusalem. And this is the true hope of every Christian, every true Christian, It's called the hope of Israel, as Paul describes it in Acts chapter 28, uh, there when he says, I am bound with this chain for the hope of Israel. And that is our true hope, that one day, when the Lord Jesus Christ returns, that we may go in to the gates of Jerusalem and to abide there forevermore. So continue to watch these signs with us. Come back and visit us again on uh, www.bibleinthenews.com and watch these signs as we await the return of the Lord Jesus Christ for the true victory which is still yet in the future.